This is the Tigers Radio Network. From the press box, high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Hardy Stadium, providing you exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers, back to call the second half of tonight's game. Here's Steve Scolari, Chris McSweeney, and Bob Herpin. Exactly the words we would use for the first half of this contest. Marple Newtown leading Strathaven 7-0 at the half back at Harvey Stadium. Just prior to the start of the second half, Bob Herpin, Steve Scaleri at the controls, Jim Ellsman, executive producer, color commentary, Greg Pecco, and Chris McSweeney. Before we get started here, I just want to remind everybody that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Well, Chris and Greg, an electrifying start to this contest. And from there, it just evolved into a, uh, a chess match with both offenses moving the ball well, but both defenses containing each offensive side. It's not completely abnormal for these two squads, the way they run their offenses, to have that happen. I think maybe you would have got a little, you know, slowed down there at the end of the half, kind of each coach trying to outthink the other. And I think that's why we ended up with a 7 nothing score after the half, but overall solid half, half by, two, uh, by both teams. Very little mistakes made. Uh, just some quick stats here. Marple Newtown seven first downs to only four by Strathaven. Marple Newtown also has the advantage 94-64 to 64 in total yardage, including a 75-62 edge, and that's really interesting. 19 passing yards for the Tigers to only two for Strathaven, which is really an interesting number. Just two yards passing, and of course there's no sacks in there either. I know, that is a small number, but if I recall, it's maybe two pass attempts, maybe, one complete, that's it. Exactly, as everything was kept on the ground. Kevin Johnson, in this first half, three for five, 19 yards. His longest completion was eight yards. Ryan Duffy, seven rushes, 28 yards. And Ryan White, largely held in check, five rushes for five yards. And Carl Kosarski, one catch for six yards. And the longer the game that stays this way at 7 nothing, the more it becomes important from the special team side of the football to be tighter there. You know, as we get later in the game, field goals, kickoffs, punts are going to become very important as the time goes on unless one team starts to pull away from the other. Uh, in that case, if the case it keeps very close, we're going to have a high noon type shootout. Two guys standing toe-to-toe. Who's going to flinch first? Who's going to take the bullet? Thus far, it really has been Strathaven. You never know, Marple Newton. And, and games like this, though, Chris and Greg, 7 nothing at the half. You'd almost really expect 
both sides to maybe open it up a little bit. That's because you don't see a whole lot of games in, in college, high school, or pros that stay low scoring for very long. That is a good point, Bob. I'd expect to see maybe a little more passing on each side, maybe some play action like we saw. We came in talking, both these teams had the same record, so we expected a pretty evenly matched game, both kind of chasing Ridley in the league right now. And basically it's one big play for the Tigers that separates both sides right now. So, But I agree, I think we will see it open up in the second half. Yeah, I think if, if they do open the playbook up a little bit, maybe throw, sling the ball around the field a little more, advantage goes to Marple Newtown. Second-year starter at senior for Marble Newtown versus the, the first first year starter at the junior at Strathaven. All right, I mean, let's let's see Vince Christiana used a little bit like Ron Alf, just the uh, the mighty might, darting right down the side of the field, whichever uh, wide position he is, left or right. Ron Alf did have the tendency to blow by a cornerback and get open for those big 30-yard gains uh, whenever Johnson felt like it last year. This year, it's uh, the passing plays have been a little bit more contained. Johnson is rolling out. His strongest side is clearly rolling out to the left. But they've been quick hitches between a 5- and 10-yard range. With a strong quarterback like Johnson is, there are plays to be made no matter how tough the Panthers' defense may be playing, and they are playing pretty solidly. But there are plays there, little dump-offs like we said, maybe a screen pass here or there. We have the ability in the backfield, as the Tigers' offense does, to run behind big blockers. The line gets out there quickly. They do have a chance to string a couple passing plays together, maybe try and catch a defense off guard, expecting run all the time. Yeah, we'll see which coaching staff can make the right adjustments at halftime here and possibly win this football game as we start this second half. There's a reason they play two halves, as we always say. Just about ready for the kickoff. Start of the third quarter, 7-0 Marple Newtown. Fender will kick from the left, and Marple and uh, Strathaven will take the ball from right to left. Three men back deep. The deepest man is Richardson. Fender approaches the ball. It's a high spinning kick. Coming down on the left side to Brent Collins. He's across the 5, across the 10, cuts towards the middle of the field, across the 15, across the 20, across the 30 now, and he falls under his own power, tripped under his own feet, trying to make a cut back towards the center of the field. But he gets up to the 35. Yeah, number 30, Simro making a stop there. Marble Newtown getting a little bit lucky there. Looks like he broke into open space there for a minute, got tripped up around probably about the 35-yard line. Uh, luckily for Marble Newtown, bad luck for Strathaven. Well, Strathaven's uh, taking a page out of the book for the opening kickoff from Marple Newtown, just sealing off everything to the outside and having that little air pocket in the middle. Almost an encore. First half Collins right had his way until he tripped. First and 10 at the 35. Downs under center. It's a delay. Hand off to Fortune. He gets across the 35, maybe gets two or three. Kosarski in on the stop there. Skarski made the hit right at the line, and Fortune able to lean forward, get a few yards on the play for Strathaven. But Marble Newtown, nice job. Looks like they have the to start this half at least a good feel about the Strathaven offense. Fortune held to a gain of two, second down and eight. If I had to take a guess, I would believe we've seen more Fortune tonight than we actually have of Lonnie Richardson running the ball. We have Pat Fisher for the first time in a long time. The wide out to the near side. Man in motion is Collins. It's a quick pitch to the outside. The Fortune escapes a man at the 35, and I don't know. He maybe maybe got back to the 35 there. I see who could have been trapped for a bigger loss. Brian Kelly burst into the backfield that time and got the initial hit and really slowed the play down. Yeah, Gregory following up Kelly's pressure and making the stop. Don't quite know why Downs didn't use Richardson there just for a straight handoff. He would have had a little bit more space in trying to quick pitch to the outside. Going back to what you said there, Greg, that's... Easily the second or third time that Kelly's made a push right through the holes from the line and really made disrupted the play, if anything. Strathaven having trouble picking up the blitzes. 
Loss of three and a half there, so it's third and a long 11 from the 34. Downs drops back. He's going to roll out to the right. He's going to man open. He's being chased by Gregory. He runs with it across the 35, across the 40. Skirts a man at the 45. Finally runs out of bounds near midfield. Right by the sign, he went out of bounds. Going to be an interesting situation here where they spot it. And looks like they got it. Yeah, Ryan White met him at the marker, pushed him out of bounds, but I believe they do have it as they move the chains. Well, the first time Downs shows his uh, wiles out there in the field, showing a little bit of flash of Kevin Johnson being able to take the ball and, more to the point, avoid being tackled and avoid stepping out of bounds before he hit. That's the third time that Downs has taken the ball in the third down and actually kept it in his own hands. So it is a first down to hand off up the middle to Richardson. Across the 50, across the 45, and halted abruptly before he hits the Marple Newtown 40. Interesting now, Strathaven picking up the momentum a little bit, getting a quick burst there and two straight first downs now. Yeah, big tackle right there by Christiana. So they'll move the chains again. Gain of 12. And for Strathaven, after that long third down, getting the first down on the quarterback rollout and just taking off from scramble as... Man down for Strathaven. He's got a man down on the field on the far side. Can't see what number it is right now. And while we have this break, let's run down the officials for this evening. The referee is Bill Scanlon, umpire Mark Lockett, and linesman Chris Bush, line judge Bob Saracino, and back judge Mike Walsh. Number 74 being carried off by the team. Seems to be a hurt left ankle. I don't know if he was under the pile. I think he probably probably was. Number 74, Connor McCullough, who's made a couple tackles in this game. So So his his, uh, removal could bode well for Marple Newtown's defensive line. Yeah, it kind of disrupted the rhythm right there. Strathaven were moving the ball very well. A couple quick runs, a couple first downs back to back. See how that hinders You want to see a kid get hurt, but right back to the football game now. Pat Fisher, lone wide out. Man in motion is Collins. Two-man backfield. Downs under center. Takes a handoff up the middle to Fortune. He gets to the 40. He was pushed violently backwards by trio of tacklers. Yeah, Di Maria and Kasarski right there. The initial pressure came from Matt Gregory, number 28. And, Bob, you and I have seen that a lot this year. Gregory really has a nose for the ball and the quarterback while they're in the backfield. Yeah, he's not the, often the primary tackler, but he's the guy who can cause the most trouble as the third man in. Yeah, that, that was just a split second away from being a loss for Strathaven. The center and guards for Strathaven seem to be struggling picking up the quick runs up the middle at their offense. Once again, it's because they sold the fake to Richardson. Richardson was the man up the middle. He kept it to Fortune, who tried to bust it to the outside to no avail. He did get two yards, so it's second and eight. Nine minutes to go here, third quarter. Downs his back. He's rolling. It is tipped in and out of the hands of Christiana. And is it caught by Fisher or not? Well... We'll get the call on whether it's a catch or not, but Fisher protested so yeah. vehemently he got called for a unsportsmanlike, I'm sure. Well, he, he the referee called it incomplete. He vehemently yelling at the official that time. Flag goes up in the air. He's still yelling. Christiana really made an excellent play, leaping backwards to try to bring in the ball at the 30-yard line, but it went off his fingertips. Yeah, Fisher brought it down at the 25. On a white. So thereafter, Fisher came down with the ball, or so he thought, and was gesturing with two hands, pulling down in a downward motion for the catch. The official saw it, uh, 
the opposite way and tagged him with an unsportsmanlike penalty. Yeah, and that's that's one thing where you have to learn to keep your cool as a player. Yes, it's a high energy game. It's a big game in the Central League, but you got to stay within yourself and just allow the officials to call the game the way they see it and stay out of their way. It would have been a gain of 17 on the pass instead. Strathaven backed up into its own territory at the 45. I gotta say, Fisher's lucky to not have the motion to be kicked out of this game right there. That was a pretty outrageous outburst right there. And, and that's that's a good thing by the official to notice that it is a tough game exactly. and to not pull the trigger too early on the, the ejection. Exactly. Almost as if he gave him a yellow card. Ira Ferguson tight end, the wide out. Collins in motion once again. Two-man backfield. It's a straight handoff up the middle of Fortune who loses the ball at midfield. Who's going to come down with it? Marble Newtown sideline says they do. I believe Kelly was in on the stop and forced the ball out with oh, his arm. It's right back to Strathaven. They're on the call right Fortune, there. Right I think, Fortune, I think, fell right on the ball. Was able to, to grab it off the turf. And now fourth down coming up here. Special teams like we talked about. Interesting situation again for Marble Newtown and Strathaven. Duffy will go back deep, as will Christiana. And we saw the Tigers get some pressure earlier on the first punt in the first half, so hopefully maybe some of the same. Heisey back to punt at his own 38. It's a rush again. It's off the side of his foot. It skitters away across the 30, bouncing at the 25, and finally comes to rest. Fisher grabs it at the 22. Well, ends up working out, I think, for Strathaven despite the low kick, because usually low kicks, when they're kept caught, the guy can run away, and there's no blockers yet. In this situation, it bounces. He lets it go, and, and it works out for Strathaven. Unfortunately, you're right. Duffy uh, it was, looks like he was shying away a little bit, doing a little Carlton Fisk, hoping that ball would skitter all the way out of bounds. But as it did, it just stayed to the right hash mark. Another good job by the Tigers' defense, essentially keeping momentum on the Tigers' side. Panthers made a couple first downs there. looked pretty promising, and then that penalty obviously helps out. But again, keeping the ball under control. 8 4 to play third quarter. Marple Newtown 7, Strathaven nothing. Tigers with the ball to 23. It's a handoff to Duffy up the middle. He makes the 25. He's driven backwards, so he picks up two or three. Yeah, number 53 in there, Christopher Martin. Little delay from Marble Newtown on the offensive side of the football. Kind of keep the rhythm of Strathaven's defense on their heels, trying to figure out when the ball is actually coming in their direction and being run at them. And Martin, he's a roadblock, six foot three, 233 pounds, 16-year-old junior. He's got room to grow. Again, at least three yards on first down there. All second, positive. Second and seven. And the clock still melts away. It is the friend of the Tigers right now. From the 26. Two men in the backfield. It's a fake keeper up the middle once again to Duffy. He doesn't make the 30. Number 44 there making the tackle. Darrell Hunter. And for Marple Newtown, yes, it's a slow-paced game in, in terms of scoring. The clock continues to run. However, one thing you don't want to do is you want to take advantage of your possessions and don't allow a team like Strathaven to hang around in the football game. Third and three, Gregory out, Christiana in. So we'll see if Johnson rolls out and has a man downfield. Ball at the 30-yard line, 6.46 to go, third quarter. White in motion, Diaguardi the blocking back. Johnson does roll out towards the near sideline. He's got a man that's white at the 34, but he's spun backwards before he goes any further, so we'll see. It should be enough for the first down, but again, near sideline catch, far sideline sticks. Teams do move, so it is a first down for Marple Newtown. Good play in the flat there. Seems to be their kind of their bread and butter play. Don't take too many chances. Get what you can and move the chains. Gain of three and a half there. 
Yeah, like you say, Greg, it's essentially a, a running play, but in a passing formation. It's a little dump off here and there. And if there's yards after the catch to be gained, they get him. But if not, it's still good enough for a first down. Ball the right hash mark. Christiana loans wide out, split wide to the left. It's a handoff to Duffy once again up the middle, across the 35, across the 36 to the 37. Number 32, Shane Kennedy making the stop. First time we've heard his name all game, the senior. Yeah, Kennedy came into this game as one of the leading tacklers. Actually, the leading tackler with 50 tackles for the Strathaven Panthers. Strathaven does typically have a very solid linebacking core. Uh, they've had the likes of you know, Dan Connor come out of their program. Exactly. And they've been able to keep that up over the years. A mini linebacker, you. They gave him five on the extra push. Second down and five from the 39. Duffy in the backfield once again. To hand off straight up the middle to Duffy. He's fighting, struggling forward, gets across the 40 to the 42. Looks like he'll be about two yards shy, but good push up the middle, giving Duffy some room to work with and, and able to get as many yards as possible. Alex Highside, number 33, making the stop there. The stick is just a couple of inches outside the 44-yard line, so it's third and a long one. Approaching five minutes to go third quarter. Got to get to the point where this many running plays, natural plays on the field, is going to make this Strathaven Panthers defense very tired. Maybe you can't break one long, get away from the first tackle and break it into the second level. The Tigers, 20 minutes of possession to only seven for Strathaven thus far on official count. To hand off on the outside to White. He gets the first down easily. He's across midfield. Another successful execution on the misdirection. Fooled me. I was looking up the middle, and they went to the outside that time, and now they cross over into Strathaven territory. The only time, Greg, it didn't fool me is because they tried it once early in the game, and it was fooled. So this time I just waited to see who had the ball. And, of course, when it's on the near sideline here, it's a lot easier to pick up than it is at the middle of the field or the far hash mark. And one thing to note, as, as Marble Newtown starts to push further into Panthers territory, watch for them take a shot deep. They, they have the ability to do that. They don't do it very often, but... When you got Strathaven thinking short run. Forward progress to Strathaven's 49. Johnson rolls out to the left. He's got White open. Another solid gain. Wrestle out of bounds at the 45. Yeah, Lonnie Richardson making the spot. It's basically Richardson has been spying White all night. And that's fine with us. We'd rather be that way than the other way around. And he's making Richardson just work for it. Exactly. He's going to end up running over 100 yards tonight, but they're all going to be defensive yards. And these plays continue to just set up the Marple Newtown offense. Strathaven is kind of trying to figure out where it's coming from. They've run flat plays. They've run it up the middle. They've gone on the edge. They've run reverses. Strathaven doesn't know what's coming next. I think, Bob and Greg, you would agree that it's a great rhythm right now for the offense. Absolutely. Yeah. Christiana back in. Diagordi in motion. The handoff is to Diagordi. Cuts back across the left side. Bounces off a tackler at the 45. Picks up the first down and wrestles out of bounds at the far sideline at the 37. Number 46, Peter Gaysitz making the stop there. Same misdirection play. This time Diagordi made the cut at the line of scrimmage and found the hole. Another good cut back up the middle. You get the corners and the safeties moving one way and you make a quick cut like that. It's hard for them to get back up into the middle of the field and make a quick stop. Right now we're really just watching this offensive line create holes and create space. Really pushing back Great and great blocks for the runnings. First down for the Tigers. Gain of nine on the play. Ball to 37. Christiana once again, the lone wide out split to the right. 
This time White in motion. It's handoff up the middle of Duffy. Slashes across the 30, across the 25, and down to the 23. Another great run up the middle. Able to get a good push. Open up some holes for the, the speedy Duffy, and he's able to get into the, the second level and make some moves. Richardson down making the tackle there. And as we said earlier, we felt like the defense was going to get tired. And right as that play runs through, Duffy breaks a couple of tackles, and we actually see Richardson on his knees for a couple extra seconds. Kind of catch some wind right there. And Chris and Bob, now might be that situation where you go a little deep. You run the, the receiver into the flat, run one long, and back corner of the end zone, maybe throw it up. you got about 25 yards well, you, you to hit much, that goal line. You pretty much worn down the defense throughout the entire contest with this two, three yards of chunk. You might as well. So Johnson rolls out. To the right, towards the sideline, he's being chased. He kicks a stiff arm, he gets across the 25 and down to the 23. Well, that might have been the play there. It's just that Strathaven did cover all the receivers downfield. Good job by Johnson to recognize, pull the ball down, and take off, get what he could on that play. Daryl Hunter just uh, got a face full of hand right there from Johnson. He, Johnson got that extra three yards on the push off. Heading towards the sideline. Yeah, that definitely was the play that we had talked about maybe taking the chance. We give credit to the Panthers' defense. They had it covered in the secondary. And, again, we see that leadership by Johnson, that smart understanding the downs, the situation, the yardage, keeping control of it, putting the ball to his outside shoulder as he runs out, keeping it away from Hunter so that Hunter could only get a little tackle on him and not actually at the ball. Well, it was only a gain of one, but still. Forward pressure always. Johnson fakes a hand off the duff. He goes outside to Diaguardi once again. He's across the 20. He may be about two or three yards shy of that first down marker. And, and give a lot of credit to the first man, Duffy. He took a big pop in order to make that play happen and give water out on the outside. That's exactly what you have to be when you're in that blocking position. It separates you and the ball carrier. Sometimes you have to be plowed under in order to create the space. 22 James Griffin making a stop there for the Panthers' defense. And again, as we look up at the clock, you just see the time of possession. We only have a minute 30 left in this third quarter right now. Yeah, at this rate, Strathaven might not see the football until about the 10-minute mark into, exactly. the th into the fourth quarter. Now 126 to go. Things moving very quickly here in this third clinic. quarter. Third down and five. Diagordi, the blocking back. It's a delayed handoff. It's a kept keeper. Johnson's got it across the 15. He finds a hole near the 10. It's a first down, and he was slammed down out of bounds. That's way late. Yeah, I was waiting for the flag. It came out a little late, but it, it's the, it looked like it was the right call. They're the far side of the field. Can't really see, but it looked like it was the right call. But, well, you know, Johnson all of a sudden, one second, is uh, trying to stop his forward progress, and his keister's on the turf. That's obviously got to be a problem because he didn't trip over nothing. Definitely looked like the right call for me. I, I was signaling for a flag before the flag even came out. That's interesting. Once again, Johnson just held on to it until the last moment. It was late starting that play, but I think that actually helped him because the Strathaven defense was totally fooled. And not to be too picky, but the only disadvantage for Marble Newtown is that he stepped out of bounds. But not to be too picky. <laughs> well, the reason why he stepped, you know, step, stepping out of bounds turns into an advantage because he got the penalty. Ball spotted at the three. First and goal. Big set of downs here for the Tigers. Real momentum swing right here. And you got to come away with points here. Thunder and lightning, Carl Kosarski. He's in as a blocking back. Duffy in the backfield. Diaguardi, tight to the right. It's a delayed handoff. Duffy, well, he gets to the, maybe to the one. Yeah, almost down to that six six inches a foot away. Well, you're just prolonging the inevitable. Bob, you and I have seen this, and I'm sure Greg's aware of this. In a situation like this, we've seen Johnson keep the ball himself, get behind his big offensive line, and just take it over. That's right. All you got to do is two steps, fall forward or fall under your blockers. 
Maybe see something to fake up the middle, maybe take it around the end this time. In this drive alone, we've seen how well he runs with the ball, so Christiana now as the blocking back. Gives it to Duffy again. He takes a leap, and he's in for the touchdown. A big touchdown. Great run from Marble Newtown. Good push on the side there. Got a big hole for Duffy, able to just slash into the end zone. Yeah, and he literally walked into the end zone with just a little bit of a hop to make sure he caught over the pile. And in a slow one like this, in, with the clock just burning away, Marple Newtown, that score's huge. That's like having a four-touchdown lead in a passing game. All right, because there's now 12 minutes and 47.5 seconds in this contest. Strathaven still is working with that zero. And you're right, with the time of possession the way it is, Strathaven most likely has one possession left. So Adam Fender adds that extra point. So with 47.5 seconds left in the third quarter, Marple Newtown takes a 14-0 lead over Strathaven. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.MarpleNewtownFootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory. Visit any other locations throughout the Delaware Valley, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. Visit them on the web at marines.com. And the Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back to live action in Harry Harvey Stadium. 77-yard drive capped off by Ryan Duffy waltzing in from the two. Probably the biggest thing in that was eight minutes ripped off the clock by the Tigers. And it was a very easy eight minutes at that. So Adam Fender on for the kick. Three men back once again for Strathaven. The deepest man is Lonnie Richardson, just shy of the goal, and it's a squib kick along the turf. It's taken by Fisher at the nine. Tiptoes across the 15, across the 20, turns on the Jets at the 25, 30, 35, 40, tries to get to the outside. He does, 45, 40, dragged down just shy of midfield. Simero Moat making a stop number 30. That's back-to-back special teams tackles for him on the kickoff returns. Well, I think that there was a little uh, trick, trickiness in, in both coaching staffs there. Trying to keep it away from Richards in the speedster, but I think Strathaven hid one of their other running backs in Fisher back there, and he takes off with the football. Well, he took all that uh, frustration and anger from his uh, catch that was waved off and turned on the Jets about the 15. And got an extra 30-some yards in that. Strathaven set up on its own 49 here in desperation mode. 35 seconds to go, third quarter. It's another instance where you see how talented and how quick the Strathaven offense can be. So as a defense for the Tigers, you've got to stay strong and stay focused as we approach this fourth quarter. Pete Gasitz now on, but a handoff goes up the forge, and he boom rushes his way across the 50, spins around and gets an extra couple of yards. Good determination by Fisher there, or excuse me, Fortune, as he was grabbed by about three, four Marble Newtown guys, able to fight forward through about two extra yards on the play. Gain of four. And Strathaven will try to get one more play in before the end of this quarter. Two-man backfield once again, Richardson and Fortune. Fisher, man in motion. 
to hand off to Fortune. Gets across the 45, tries to spin to the outside. He does. He gets across the 40, the first down to the 38. So with that, we will come to the end of this third quarter. Marble Newtown with a relatively safe 14-0 lead over the Strathaven Panthers. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.